But that's that's just bow, the thing, bow, man. Bow, 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 it makes wow, wow, wow. it makes no sense why it's a Schedule One drug. Bow, wow, wow, wow. Nah, nah. I mean, we we can we can type into that. We can we can dive deep, and it's it's silly. And like, but the thing is, is like, I don't think we need to speak on it because it's so understood. But I believe the the NBA should definitely look into making it a thing, though. I don't even think the NBA oh, I think every I think every sport is talking NFL. about it. Yeah, I think every I think every because especially I think in the NFL, I think that's I think that's I I think legalizing uh, marijuana within the major sports. I think that that's always been on the table for a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Kind of like oh, we can't do this for you, but we'll do this. And I think yeah. that's that's always like trump card one. Well, it, well, every single because baseball doesn't do it anymore. Yeah, well, every single deflection on the other side and like the opposing side. If I was to be like, well, you need to let weed in the sports, they'd be like, well, what is your opposition to that everybody that's on my side instantly throws out? Would you advertise alcohol? It's no, no. And that's they're like they're, Dude, that's such a it's, defeated it's, stance. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But guys, <laughs> welcome to selling beer, welcome, y'all. welcome, welcome to the unbiased truth. I'm Alan Tito, and I'm Cameron A. Sharp. Thank you for tuning in, guys. Thank you so much for always listening, staying up with us, and uh, you know, just making this podcast happen because it's yeah. all about y'all. Major things on the way, and we appreciate all you NBA fans that tune into every single one of our NBA talks. Basically, you yeah, know, we have these talks about the your league, but overall, we have a we have a major major year coming up for us. 2019 gonna be is gonna be major. Please, no matter what you do, stop what you're doing when you hear our voices or see our faces, and subscribe. Subscribe to our channel. Subscribe to our Instagram. That is the Unbiased Truth. Subscribe to our Facebook page, The Unbiased Truth. And Alan, please and guys, drop the email. Send us an email at the Unbiased Truth three at gmail dot com. Because we want to hear back from you, and you all are the reason why. Well, we would still do it without you listening, but you are the reason why we continue to speak our unbiased truth, and we want to hear your unbiased truth. That's how you get in contact with us. Yeah, and we really want to grow the podcast, guys. We want this to grow into something bigger and better, and and that and that's all on y'all because yeah. we do it for you guys. And with the things that we're about to have coming up for us in 2019, there is so much opportunities for us to network. And get together and help you get off the ground as well, and help you promote your videography. Yeah, help man, you promote do your some stats. live shows. Let's do yeah. some live shows this next year. Yeah, Let's absolutely. Let's link shows. up tour. Yeah, if you need, and that's why it's so important about ad space, and that's why we give you all those places. Because if you need ad space, if you have a local bar or a local shop that you you want to start getting your stuff heard, and you want people that have the same minds as us to be in your environment, we'll promote your stuff. Just hit us up at any of those locations. Most definitely. But guys, let's jump into some NBA talk for the week. Man, how about a lot those of stuff, Warriors? A lot man. of stuff happening. A lot of stuff moving, and it's a lot of some stuff that's that's kind of disheartening. Really, I mean. You look around the NBA and just how different it all is. I mean, you go and look at the standings, and it's just weird, especially in the West. The Western Conference is as about as unpredictable <coughs> as I've seen it in quite some time. Even though a lot of people think it's stacked to certain teams, it is not so stacked right now in the standings. The, guys, you know it's a weird year when we've just started December and the Sacramento Kings are above 500. They are 13 and 11. Now, let's go on the flip side of that coin. Where are the Rockets at, Cameron? 
I don't want to talk about the Rockets, Allen. Where are the Rockets at? Just tell I, me. I want to talk about them later, but where are they where are they at? Why this is, is it the, every I'm layering. Time, this is I, the thing. No, Cameron, come wait, wait. I'm layering my defense. Where are the? No, I'm not even gonna look at it. Where are the Rockets you, now? You are unable, and this is the thing. Where no, are they now? No, no. Look, I don't where? Wanna, where? where? I don't, no, I don't want to do it because this is the thing. Every time you look at the standings, you never look at the Rockets. You always glance over them. You gloss over them. But yes, they are down at the bottom. They're second to last. They are. The 11 and 13. And don't be wrong. Like I realize that the bottom half of the Western standings, it's, it's interchangeable. Like these teams are going to be battling positions the entire year. The Ro- but the that's Rockets not where the Rockets the need to be, man. Phoenix Suns are going to be battling for the bottom spot. Are you telling me that no, the Rockets are about to no, tank? No, no. You look at Zion look, Williams no, or R.J. No, Barrett? No, 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 okay, no, 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 right. no. I'm not. I'm not talking about tanking. I'm just saying that they're going to be battling to be 500 all year. At the, at the way that they are constructed right now that's what they look forward to yeah well and that's why their guys are uh, we'll, we'll get into it later we'll, we'll get into it later i'm just gonna like talk about the bottom team because i do actually want to like dive into the rockets a little bit before we talk about the top of the western conference the the phoenix suns it looks like the deandre aiden project is not working out for them the, right the pro- now. no i mean his stats are okay but like the process has started uh-huh. now that you have deandre aiden and it's it, it's a guy who's going to continue to grow with you mm-hmm. and the suns you know they, they're having some issues with trevor reza is not having a great season it's not like he's really that fit that they needed. Um, you're not just going to throw a guy into a team like that. But like I said, you're not going to tell me that yeah. this kid over here is going to be taking all the shots. And I have to clean it's, up all his misses on defense on the other end. It's it, not cool. I like completely that. agree with you. It's, it's, like it's tough to think that Clint, or excuse me, that Trevor can be that guy mm-hmm. at this point in his career. And that's why the Rockets, I hate to say it, but like that's why the Rockets didn't pay him up front. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like they, they were like, Trevor, you know, we love you to death, but you need to move on. Well, the and reason why they didn't pay him up front initially is because CP3 decided, even he though he's coming off an injury, cut, no he didn't doubt. want to take that pay cut. And that's another thing we can get into later is just like the whole, whole just construction of the Rockets contracts and the way that, you know, some things that are turning out to be bad decisions. Yeah. But I mean, bad decisions in what, regard you know i mean like yes yeah, cp we'll get into it but i mean in other stuff that just glares at you when you look at the standings for the western conference just the mediocrity that you see you see teams like minnesota playoff team utah playoff team san antonio playoff team and in portland i mean portland's where they should always be they're one two three four five six seven right now in the west and guys sacramento if the playoffs started today, would be in the playoffs. Absolutely, they would. And it's ridiculous to think that that is reality. And, I mean, the Oklahoma City Thunder are fourth? Come on. Then, guys, the Denver Nuggets are still atop of the Western Conference. It's it's a weird year. I, I don't know if I'm complaining about the Nuggets being up there because they've, I'm not complaining. They've I love it. Shown in a, a fantastic dude, Murray, and, and see, it's going to hurt them, and you're going to see them drop now that Harris is out for a couple of weeks. Yeah, that's going to be tough for them. Their whole entire team has been built on the fact that they have these interchangeable pieces. But I think that I, I do up. believe they are going to be all right. And seeing that the Clippers are finally getting their stuff together is another good thing to see. But, I mean, guys, yeah. the Lakers, LeBron is holding them above 500 with five games above 500. That is great for them. Yeah, and you know what's so annoying about the uh, mainstream media that I tend to watch, just like most of you do? Uh, they continue to harp on the fact that the Lakers are this, the Lakers are that, the Lakers are this. Memphis 
is playing incredible basketball. If you haven't seen how small market the game, though, man, small market. Okay, another team that's playing incredible basketball. The New Orleans Pelicans. Yes, there's issues going on. They're trying to figure out their game. They're trying to figure out if even Anthony Davis will be there this year or next year. So it's it's, it's a matter of whether or not you are concerned with LeBron James. Or you're more concerned about seeing great basketball. Because the LA Clippers, though they're not an attractive market, they're playing excellent basketball for the Western Conference. Though the Denver Nuggets have not always been the leaders of the conference, they now are playing the right amount of basketball to win in this NBA. So you got to be used to this type of play because you're going to see a different playoff picture towards the end of the season, I'm sure of it. Oh, no doubt. I, I think that there are a number of teams on this bottom half of the Western Conference that are just waiting for a piece to come in or yeah. guys to get traded or something to happen in the way that their lineups are constructed to uh-huh. where they become efficient again. Yeah. Um, but I mean, what's right, going on on the East side of things? The East side the of east, things. Though we parked a lot on the, the Western. I mean, the East side is not looking any greater. Either. It's not looking any greater, but I mean, the East is always the East and mm-hmm. it's just kind of who interchanged it at the top. And we're seeing a three way tie right now for who is really atop of the east and right now it is the raptors the raptors yeah. are the unbeatable force right now at 21 and 6 mm-hmm. and it can be Kawhi Leonard is leading that team but that team was good before Kawhi got there and you know they're good without Kawhi they're on good the court without too. Kawhi on the court too exactly and but you look at Milwaukee and the Philadelphia 76ers these teams are right there battling in and night in and night out. And just like the East, their their win losses are gonna be lower. Yeah. Than, they than, are. You know, it's just and how it is. What's what's so amazing about what the Eastern Conference has done this year more than others is the trades that have that have gone into impact have instantly affected the way the records look. The seventy sixers were looking pretty pretty rocky before they acquired Jimmy Butler. Now they have a closer on their team and, that's and actually they, helping them get a couple still, wins. They still haven't really done a lot to fix what they've got going on down there in Philly. Because, you know, Joel Embiid has talked about how he's he's not really uh, he's not really loving how much he's being used. Mm-hmm. And now he's starting at different parts of the court. He's not really enjoying his role right now on whoa, the team. Whoa, 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 whoa. What did you just say? Did you say that Joel Embiid is concerned about his minutes? Well, not as not as minutes. No, 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 no. He's talking about the fact that, like, right now, that Brett Brown wants him to uh, start off at the line uh, at the at like the three point line and mm-hmm. defend that way. But uh, really, he needs to be in the paint, and that's yeah. that, and that and that's a and that's a thing okay. that that's just frustration on yeah. his end, and that's something that they're definitely going to get fixed. Okay, because like I don't think Brett Brown's going anywhere, and I definitely know Joel Embiid's not going anywhere. Good. But like that's just something that you know I've seen in interviews that he you know he's just he's upset with. With, you know the way that they have lost a couple of these games recently. Ah, okay, I see. What and yeah. you know, it's just something they all need to fix together. Mm-hmm. And you know, I love what Philly's got going on with uh, Jimmy and Ben with the with the headband crew. Would love it. Yeah. I think one thing that we haven't seen from the Philadelphia 76ers, which we're actually seeing from the Boston Celtics, is the ability to interchange the, the lineups. It's and, true. And, and Boston's still trying to find something to ba- work It's not that ba- You know what? I think Boston, and this might be a, they're playing a the game, totally dude. out of line. Dude, I think they're playing possum. I, I that, really yes, do think they're, they're playing, playing the game. possum, man. Yeah. I think that they see Toronto, they see the Bucks, and like, whoa, we don't want to mess with them, so let's let's run around the fourth or fifth seed. 
That way these guys play somebody else and possibly get knocked out because Charlotte, Kimber Walker's not joking over there with Charlotte. I mean, they're 12 and 13 right now. And I mean, even Orlando, though, like, yeah. I love what Aaron Gordon's got going on. Yeah. There. So these are teams it. that give them a competition early in the first rounds that might stretch them to six games. You know, six or seven. I know this so early. We're only talking about the quarter of the season. Right. But if we're looking at the playoff picture today, which could possibly change for the Eastern Conference as well as the West, we're looking at teams that have the ability to really run the tables and run the board. Toronto is really good sitting at the Western Conference uh, top, and they have been for the past three or four years. The only thing that stopped them was the king of the East, Man, LeBron James. bummers of the night. The Cleveland Cavaliers beat the Washington Wizards, and then the Nuggets lose to the Hawks. Whoa. The Hawks are 6-20. and 20. Yeah, man. Yeesh. Well, the, they uh, they acquired a great guy with Trey Young. I, I think that that Luka and Trey Dude, thing was a really good thing. crying that they don't have Doncic right now. Why would the you Haw- say that? Because he's the rookie of the year, dude. Hands oh, down rookie of the don't year. Do, don't do that to him like that. To Trey Young? Yeah. I respect what Trey Young's got, but let's be real. I think Trey Young will tell you today that Luka Doncic is the rookie of the year. Yeah, anybody with clear eyes can see it for sure. Like, I think Luka, what he is doing, like their their record away from home sucks. Mm-hmm. But if they're playing in Dallas, they're damn near unbeatable right now. That, and they play the style of basketball without Dirk and Whiskey that looks really you good. You don't need Dirk back. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It looks good without Dirk. And I, oh, man, that feels that so it feels It feels gross to Whoa, say I that. I can't be able to say that. Yeah, but, but they, it's true. Yeah, they look good. They'll be fine without Dirk and Luke is gonna man. It's crazy. All right, let's move on, man. Wow, I know. But let's let, let's let's quickly take a a deeper dive into. Oh, real quick, man. Dwayne Dirk. Wade, take it away, Cameron. Dirk. Go for it. Yo, so D Wade has just played one thousand career games. Can you believe, dude? Yeah, I can't believe it. He's been in the league forever. Dwayne Wade's victory tour is here. If you haven't caught a Dwayne Wade game, just know that this is last season. If you haven't been watching the news, if you are concerned about LeBron's, and I think this is one thing that's been annoying, LeBron's return to uh, greatness in L.A., um, has overshadowed the fact that Dwayne Wade's final season's here. Like, if you even scroll down, you don't see any Dwayne Wade highlights. You see a bunch of purple and gold. You see a bunch of just petty nonsense, top five stuff, but you don't see anything about the Flash, the Slasher, the Slash and Slasher. Like, this guy was serious in his heyday. But now, everybody's happy about the fact that Dwayne Wade has now reached 1,000 career games. What a remarkable feat. But, I mean... Of course, Dwayne Wade was going to get here. Just math. But isn't it wild that Dwayne Wade and LeBron um, definitely in the same class? Carmelo in the same class. Oh, most definitely. And then Chris Paul a year after that. But look at the way that each one of them have progressed. And each one of them have, in their own way, adapted to the sport. Dwayne Wade has played a complete career. First ballot Hall of Famer, you think? Dwayne Wade? I think so. Of course. I think so. Most definitely. And I'm glad he's getting out with his mind right. And he could even play overseas if he wanted to. He's really great. Oh, for sure. But yeah, let's roll it off and we'll be right back. Yeah, let's go ahead and take it to a commercial break. Yeah, you just gotta... Live your life to the fullest, man. A lot of people spend their entire lives dedicating it to a game, and that's that's really good. That's really good for your mentality, and that's dope 
But there are a lot more ways to use your brain and your body. And I'm not saying that you do it to, for good. I'm just saying that you use it to just overall be progressive and overall be better for yourself. There's a lot of things I wish I didn't do in life. And one thing I wish I didn't do was waste time playing football. I could have spent a lot more time in the theater. could have spent a lot more time learning how to write poetry and raps and whatnot. Actually doing things that um, that elevated my mind. Because that's what's going to keep you going way before you're... You know, wait after your your body's gone. Right, is right, your mentality right. and your overall knowledge. But getting back into the NBA this week, mm-hmm. and just overall in the season, just everybody just underproducing, and just just teams. I feel like you're talking about one team specifically. I mean, it's really the hot button question about this entire season is. What the hell happened to the Houston Rockets? Yeah, all right, we're stopping. And, we're stopping the whole breakdown of the NBA. And, Rockets, let's go. And, and it's it, what happened. I mean, I realize at this point, you know, you bring in Carmelo Anthony, something doesn't work. You know, he just doesn't fit with the whole scheme that you're going with, and why you brought him in to begin with. And Daryl Morey is quoted in saying that you know it just didn't work out the way I thought it was going to work out. But did they give it a chance. They did give it a. You know, I do not think an they did. Chance, bro. Well, not. I, I mean, dude, like twelve games is a, is a solid sample size. Twelve games, and with three of them without Chris Paul, like six of them, James Harden's hurt. But right, not but, an honest but, shot, uh, though. But really, though, those were the games that they would have counted later on in the season that they would have counted on Melo picking up the mantle later on in the season with a more developed and seasoned, well-oiled team. Yes, Melo would have been a perfect fit. Uh, and if you give him more time with a healthy lineup, the lineup just was not and, healthy. And man. I feel you. And like it's and not. At least he showed up not, and played. You know, what and I'm it's saying? not Melo's fault. I'm not saying any. Not, I'm not saying this 11 and 13 start is Melo's fault. None of it at was. At all. None and they're of it, finding none that of it out was. now, even with him. They're on a two-game losing streak since the loss of Melo. No, most de- no. I mean, they've lost Melo a while ago. Melo hadn't been around for almost a month. But you you look at what they wanted his game to bring, and it just didn't pan out. And you look at guys like Eric Gordon right now. So you're not now. acknowledging the fact that Chris Paul was hurt. And that no, I am hard. acknowledging I mean, uh, that. I uh, think Chris Paul. Chris Paul got, I mean, Chris Paul got suspended, excuse but me. But real, real quick before I go on to Eric Gordon, Chris Paul has looked like a guy who – you know, wanted all of this money, and he has not delivered no, this not, season at all. The one thing that he hasn't done is put out the opportunity to to develop the other players. That's the thing. Oh, most you definitely. Can, you can ball out and get your stuff, but do you have the ability to put the team in a position to win for the better of the team? Yes, you can get your stuff going, but James Harden is still having to go Just put everything on over himself. the limit yep. for himself. And on top of that, P.J. Tucker is not your offense. There's no way you're going to tell him you can run any plays through P.J. Tucker. Nah, that doesn't PJ's make had sense. A rough couple of games, That man. makes no sense whatsoever. So where is that? Where is your um, Where's your Rodman? I mean, Capella's doing excellent work, man. He but, is, though. Capella has been doing work the past couple of games. I mean, even right now, I mean, we're looking at the, the offense of woes for the Rockets. Even though I've seen a lot of great teams make their runs without a great uh, regular season. I've seen a lot of great teams do horrible in the regular season and make a playoff burst that is just one for the ages. But this team right here don't look like anything like we saw last year. Where is Joe Johnson? You need Joe Johnson back. Bring Joe Johnson. I saw Joe. Put I saw Joe back in the fold. That's what they need right now more than anything. Uh, the Rockets need a lot more, and it's it's looking now that you know they they really missed the boat on trading for Jimmy Butler. Uh, but do who? I do I but think, who? 
Hooli. Honestly, at this point in the season, I want to say Eric. I think packaging mm-hmm. Eric with whoever would have been fine. You lose your bench. I we don't have a bench now. We have Gary Clark and we have Daniel House. Yes, we do. And the, don't be wrong. I think both of those guys have promise. Yes, but we were talking about guys with promise three years ago, mm-hmm. four years ago. And that's what we're dealing with right now. I mean, losing the core pieces from last year, Mamute, uh, Trevor. I'm so, like, over that narrative, though. The fact that those guys were the reason why we lost it. We lost our defensive coordinator. No, it's true. You more, lose your, you uh, lose a defensive coach. Those that's guys true. are good. They are really great. They're, but they anybody are, if you could go have back. plugged in that hole if our defensive coordinator no. just stayed online. I, I agree to Marquise Chris can't do that. Marquise Chris cannot James do that. Ennis, healthy, couldn't stop Ooh, the... James Ennis, if he was playing the position he was meant to play, he's, he's being asked to do way too much on the Offside, offensive side of the ball. Yeah, if he was just playing his defensive side of the ball, he would have panned should, out. He would be perfectly, and he's still panning out. James Ennis is finding his is. way in the lineup, and in, I think I think later on in the season he will be a bright spot for us. But if you have Trevor Ariza and James Ennis on the floor at the same time, that's better. Well, it's looking well overall. I think Trevor Ariza could, but I hate to say this before it happens, but I think he would be able to come back this season. Oh, I think so I haven't too. checked the full extent of his contract and what the opportunity could be, but they could the Suns buy him would out. Have, at this point, the Suns would have to buy him out. They had to yeah. buy him out, and then he could get back with the Rockets. Yes. I'm, I'm, Either that or the Rockets would have to trade something. Okay, I don't know we what go. we would trade, yeah. but something. That's why I say I hate to put that out there before it actually could be a thing. I wish we could get Montrezl Harrell back, man. It'd be awesome He's just to see him Mute back. There's a possibility they can get him back, yeah. too. So there's not there's hope. Because no trades have been made yet. Not and yet. The trades it's getting close, guys. So, In about another week so and a half, we'll have a whole new NBA, probably. Because guys who probably are on the chopping block as well, I wouldn't be surprised if Kevin Love moved. Do we have any John All-Stars Wall? on our team right now? All-Stars? James Harden, of course. No Chris Paul? James Harden. Chris Paul will definitely be on the All-Star team because he's Chris Paul. It's kind of like while Kobe was in the All-Star game that one year that he was just terrible. I think Kimball Walker knocks Chris Paul off of the All-Star team this year. Different different, uh, different uh, conferences. Well, no, this is what I'm saying. Doesn't matter about conferences no more. You have a team captain? Oh, that's right. No, Chris Paul will. So, if, if, LeBron, so, if LeBron has a say, Chris Paul will be there. Well, Come on. I, will LeBron make team captain? Because LeBron might, even though he's playing incredible basketball this season, I don't think that he's... LeBron won't be there. No, I don't think Le- LeBron... I LeBron think, won't be there. I think we give it... Last year, it was, I think, LeBron and Steph. So, let's give it KD and AD. And just the be D's. like... Yeah, just give it to KD and AD and just... I mean, I don't think they have to be from two different conferences, but overall... But, I mean, back to the back to the Rockets real quick. Uh, just like... Like I said earlier, like, they just... They seem like the Rockets from a couple of years ago. You go into like the way they're dealing with turnovers and the way they're dealing with losing these close games. Like tonight, they lost to the Mavericks by three. And you're just saying, guys, a year ago, you would have blasted the Mavericks. I don't care if they just picked up Luka Doncic, the probably rookie of the year. The kid's out of control. But the Rockets need to figure something out. Because if they don't, they need to just, just you know, turn it in and tank. Well, Del Morey has been quoted as saying that he needs to be ripped. He needs to be blamed. Somebody please rip into him. I'm not. I'm not. 
Oh, I'm Darryl, with Daryl Morey 100%. Daryl Morey did what he can to, to keep He's the, the one that team, brought James here. Yeah, to keep the team in line. So I'm not going to rip into him. This might might have been a bad decision on this part on certain. It happens. Certain um, Band-Aids he tried to put right. over this wound. Band-Aids is a good way to put it. Like, yeah. I mean, just I feel like the last couple of years has just been Band-Aid moves. Yeah. And so when you ask somebody to put Band-Aids over an obvious wound, what could be coaching? No, I think that at this point in time, I maybe maybe Dara, or uh, excuse me, maybe D'Antoni's system might have been found out a little bit on film, and now yeah. teams that know how to deal with it. Yeah. But I don't think anything's going to happen right now. I'm not saying that it's and not that's a glaring coaching thing right now. Yeah, because that's not the immediate fix to just right. say scrap the coach that's gotten us to. Because I mean, spot. they would have to fundamentally change everything from top to bottom if they were going to leave the Dan Tony style. Of but basketball. are they staying? Are they staying with that style out of convenience? No, because oh, it's I more convenient they, to stick with that and not have to go for broke and fix something. I think they've already gone for broke. And this is they, their broke. This yeah, is, I think yeah. if they, if they, if you go, cause they live, they've lived and died by the three for the yeah, last 10 years. This is their broke, like, yeah. I mean, like they, this is the way they play basketball. Mm-hmm. And I don't think there's anything getting away from that. You yeah. know, the, the analytically they have stuck by the three for a long time. There's no way right now that the Rockets can trade for any big name player. Um, pretty outside much of moving spent, some major player. No. Yeah. All the money spent. Outside of looking to Washington for Bradley Beal to possibly come in there. But you would have to move bigger pieces for that. You would have to move so much. Yeah, I think you would have to move Eric and maybe PJ, if not more. My optimism for the Houston Rockets is this. They're in the Western Conference. They've been in tougher ruts. You mentioned that. You mentioned that three years ago is what they're playing like when they had the Mm -hmm. the Dwight combo with uh, James Harden. It's just a team that you thought had you just had high expectation for underachieving just mess of a yeah. season. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm hoping that the, the Astros woes didn't rub off on the Rockets. No, and... I think they're going to be just fine. I think mm-hmm. the Rockets work this out. I think the Astros are going to be just fine. Just saying. Yeah. <clears throat> well, this is, this is the only issue that I have with the Rockets right now as a whole. The organization just does not seem championship minded. And they were so gung ho about being one win away um, this entire summer. And, and they were so. Multiple wins. But away. even the season last year was promoted different than it has been this year. They've been giving away, if you look at the ticket packages, they've been giving away hella tickets trying to fill up the stands. Mm-hmm. They've been trying to figure out a way to get people butts in the seats and get people interested in this team that's obviously sandbagging the season right now. It has not been cute or pretty for any Rockets fan. It's hard. I've seen a lot less Rockets Rockets hats uh, on people's a heads lot this less year, love. man. The love has dropped. Yeah, it's been a lot, and maybe it's because the Texans are doing so well. That could be it as well. Yeah, man. Shout out to the Texans. I know the NBA show. Texans all the way. Yeah. Do you think that they could uh, they could rebound from this by putting Boogie Cousins in the fold? Because Boogie is not to be back on the court. Are you talking about the Rockets? <laughs> yes, the Rockets. There's no way. Man, There's no way. Boogie that... could do something next year, man. But who's it's a one-year like, contract? Yeah, oh, sure. If they pick him up next year, maybe. Yeah, next year, man. Sure. But, guys, this has been The Unbiased <laughs> Truth. Uh, I'm Alan Tito. Remember and to catch us on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook, anywhere. Get a hold of us. Email us, guys. Let us know how you feel. Yes, and I'm Cameron A. Sharp. We'll holler at you soon. Make sure you do exactly that. Stay focused. Later.